Okay, guys, this, honestly, I feel so strongly about this topic. I cannot stress it enough. So the other day I was reading in my Bible, and I love this verse. I feel like it doesn't get enough airtime, but let me just quickly turn to it. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 11 and 12. It says, make it, listen, okay, listen, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, to work with your hands, just as we have told you that you may walk properly towards those who are on the outside and that you may lack nothing. Okay. Oh, so good. So I was reading this and I'm like sitting there matching sacks going, holy shilly. I don't know why I said that, but holy crap, this verse literally, I feel like does not get enough airtime because as I was sitting there and I was matching my socks and doing all these things, you know, going through the to-do list, I think we as women can A, get so caught up in just this feeling small aspect of it. And I know that the Lord has created us to do like I mean, Lord has created us to do a lot of things. Like women, we are we have a ton of things that the Lord has built us and wired in us to do. And one of those things is taking care of people and taking care of things in our house and all of these things. But I feel like those aren't the big captured moments. You know, it's like, look at I did my husband's sock and underwear drawer, and it looks so good. Let me just show the world. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> Although I have wanted to do that because I sometimes it looks so good, but. To be honest, guys, like those are not the things that get airtime. Those aren't the things that get, um, that get seen. And as women, we have this crazy desire inside of us to to feel seen and to feel known and to feel accepted and loved. And I think, but most and most of all, it's just to be seen and to be recognized and just to be loved in that space. And I think when I was reading this verse, I was like, the Lord, okay. The Bible can talk about ambition. Like, I feel like in our culture, we always talk about ambition and working and doing all these things. But, like, the Lord is like, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Okay, where do you hear that? That's not on any billboards. I don't see that anywhere. But the Lord is like, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, to work with your own hands, to mind your own business, so that you might win the respect of outsiders and lack nothing. Lack nothing. That's such a huge promise. So when, like, when we're at home and we're doing things and that we feel small, I would challenge you to will yourself into the presence of God. In that moment, will yourself into the presence of God and tell yourself, I am seen by the creator of the universe who tells me to make it my ambition to lead a quiet life. Now, when it says lead a quiet life, um, I, like, immediately thought of, like, in Proverbs, it talks a lot about the adulterous woman um, who is, you know, waiting on the corner for these men to come by, and it talks just about everything that she does. That's just kind of the opposite of what a godly woman is supposed to do. But it talks about how she's so loud and obnoxious. Okay, so she's, like, really loud, like, calling out to men, trying to get them just distracted, and she's just, like, and I was, like, reading this, I couldn't help think of the contrast like, it's not saying be quiet, never talk, don't do anything. No, that's not what it's saying. It's saying, like, be about your business. Be about what you're supposed to be doing. Be about that. Don't be loud and, like, outside the home and neglecting what the Lord has put in front of you. Because, believe it or not, guys, we have this 
this home, this family, we get to set the pace for that. Okay, we as women, we get to set the pace and the love and and we get to bring that to our house. Like we get to actually bring that into a, into an environment that the Lord has created us. And it can be a quiet, peaceful, serene space. And like the opposite of that is that woman in, in Proverbs, she's not at home. She's not doing what she needs to be doing. She's distracting other people from their purpose, from what the Lord has called them to do. And she's not doing anything constructive. Nothing. She's not doing anything. And so for me, when I hear make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, it's like we do not need to live a loud, obnoxious life that says, look at me, look at me, look at me. Because that is the same mentality. Listen, guys, this is super important. That is the same mentality, that what about me mentality. That is the same mentality. That is the same mentality that got the prodigal's son, his brother, the one who stayed at home and did everything. That is the same mentality that got him in trouble. Because when that prodigal came back, and instead of being like, welcome to like this space that I've been doing out of love, and I've been serving my father, and I know him, and I love him. Instead of welcoming his brother back, it was a what about me mentality. It was so pervasive through his mind and in his very soul that he was just so consumed with this what about me, what about me. And that the Lord is like making your ambition to lead a quiet life. Know that you're seen, know that you're loved. And you know what? If it is a problem when you're getting, when you're in your space and you're like doing these small tasks and it hurts your heart because you don't feel seen, ask the Lord. The Lord is being gracious in that moment and he is revealing to your heart a heart need that isn't met yet or that has been met through other things and not through God. Okay, I hope this is making sense because. When you're doing these things, like unloading the dishwasher or vacuuming the house or, you know, running errands, it's like, and you don't feel seen. The Lord is saying, I, I see you and that should be enough. I see you and that should be enough. I mean, we've all had those moments where we like do out all these things and we just feel like no one sees and no one notices, but like. The Lord in those moments is checking our heart and saying, okay, who are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for me? You're doing it for other people. I also had this like insane, um, just like revelation kind of, I guess. Well, Beth Moore posted something. I just love her. Oh my gosh. I could pull her all day. Beth Moore, I just want to sit down and have coffee with you. I just, just want to just talk to you. But she posted something about the difference between blessing somebody and people pleasing. She says blessing somebody is doing it out of this place of love and like you don't expect anything about back. But people pleasing is like you're giving and you're kind of wanting them to like, you're wanting their approval. Blessing is someone, even if they don't give you approval, you're not doing it for their approval. You're doing it because the Lord has called you to bless them. And I really think that's like what leading a quiet life is like. It's blessing someone in the quiet space of your heart, knowing that you are going to bring love and joy, but not because they are going to see it, but because your father sees it. And that second part, oh my gosh, to mind your own business. Can I get an amen from someone? Mind your own business. Okay, listen, how many times have we, gosh, I hate gossip so much, so, so much, but to mind your own business, like the Lord is basically saying like, you don't have time to be up in everybody else's business because you have a calling and you have a purpose and I have given you things to do right now. So if you're like out there and you're in other people's business, you know what you're doing? You are not doing what the Lord has called you to do. So you're being disobedient to the Lord. 
And that is so, gosh, I think that is such a crazy thought for me to know that like if I am minding, if I'm not minding my own business, I am sinning. I'm sinning. Like honestly, like I feel like we don't even want to say that because it doesn't feel like a big sin, but it is because we're, we're neglecting to do what the Lord has called us to do. And then, um, to work with your own hands, like do your work, like make it fulfilling, work with your own hands. Like when you're doing it, know that like the Lord has given you, I just love it because it's to work with your own hands. Like, ah, I just love it. Cause when the Lord, when he created us, he created us as like, these fleshly things with all of these body parts and all of these amazing um, just functions that we can do. And part of it, when a newborn is born, like they have these little tiny cute hands and they just like wrap their little hand around your finger. And it is the cutest thing. And the Lord has given us these amazing things called hands to work with to work with. And I think when we're like, when I'm doing the dishes, it's like, I'm doing the dishes with my two hands that the Lord has given me and the Lord is powering me to do that. When I'm matching socks, it's like, I am matching socks with my own two hands that the Lord is blessing. And he is, and he is in it. He is in it. I'm like willing myself into the presence of the Lord as I'm matching socks. And it's just like the Lord has promised at the end, like you will lack nothing. You will lack nothing. If you mind your own business, work with your hands, and lead a quiet life, you will lack nothing. You will be fulfilled in Christ. So I just like want to encourage you guys to know that that verse should be something we're owning. That verse should be something we're owning in our spirits and in our in our heart. And I'm even going to encourage you to post it around. Like, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, work with your hands, and know that like when you're doing those small tasks, you are not small at all. You're not small. The Lord has, has a purpose for your life and a calling for your life. And he's with you in it, you guys. He's with you in it. He's with you in it. And I always just think about the Israelites when, when they were grumbling and complaining and just all of these things in the Old Testament. And the Lord had just rescued them from Egypt. And they were grumbling against Moses and saying, like, Moses, like, how can you get to have a special relationship with the Lord? Like, we want what you have, blah, 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 blah. And I think when we're doing small tasks, we can look at other people who are doing quote, quote unquote, big things and be like, how come they get to do all of these big, wonderful things? But here's the thing. The Lord was with them in the wilderness. He was with them. He didn't leave them. He didn't leave them there. He stayed with them and stayed with the people. And I think when when we are tempted to compare ourselves to someone who's doing quote unquote something bigger or better or whatever, know that the Lord is with you and that should be enough for us. That should be enough for us. So I just want to encourage you guys this week to know, to make it your ambition, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, working with your hands so that you might win the respect of outsiders. Because guess what? That's going to make a difference. People are going to look at you and be like, what? You don't need the latest and greatest blah, blah, blah. You're just content to be matching socks and enjoying your life. Like what the heck? That's so countercultural. I can't even tell you guys. And you know that, like, that's a thing. That is such a thing. So I just want to, my prayer for you guys is that you make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, work with your hands, to win the respect of outsiders, and know that you will lack nothing because the Lord is with you. Like, what else can you lack? So I hope you guys have a great week, and I will talk to you guys later. And let me know if you guys have those moments where you feel small, 
but what do you tell yourself in those moments? I'd love to hear back from you. Anyway, have a great week and I will see you guys later.